amazing Kate Casey. Welcome back to another week's episode of Reality Life with Kate Casey. Do you guys remember that show Rich Girls? It was an MTV reality series. It aired in 2003 to 2004, and it followed the lives of two daughters of super famous rich guys. It was Allie Hilfiger, which is the daughter of Tommy Hilfiger, and Jamie Glacier. Her father started the company Innovation Luggage and basically just followed their lives. It was their last year of high school, and somehow they scored this opportunity to be co-executive producers, which is pretty impressive. And apparently they had a big falling out, and they don't talk anymore. But it was a great show because their lifestyles, it was like pre-Housewives, their lifestyles were unbelievable. They would go on these crazy trips to London, the Hamptons, Nantucket, and then I remember one episode they went to... Allie's family home in the British West Indies. It was like straight out of Architectural Digest. But the show was sort of a, it became like a cult classic. And I read this really great article on BuzzFeed that had the 19 most ridiculous things said on MTV's Rich Girls. So check that out. Um, This week's episode, I have Stephen Hill from Real World Las Vegas. And I'm sure you guys have heard me say this before. I love the real world, and I felt like that season became, sort of changed the dynamic of the real world because it was a show, the whole season was basically everybody was having sex. They lived in a penthouse in the Palms Hotel. So he sells real estate in Los Angeles and is a trainer, and he's such a nice guy, so I think you're really going to enjoy listening to him. And then I had Amy Phillips from Bravo's, she does all the Bravo impersonations. She's on Sirius Radio's reality checked she's so funny so i had her watch my current obsession which is married at first sight which is on a and e on thursdays and is a really good show to watch so here we go okay i'm obsessed with audible because it lets you enjoy all of your audio entertainment in one app as an audible member you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog including the latest bestsellers and new releases And with female writers and heroines, celebrity narration, multicast productions, Audible has you covered for every type of excitement that you're looking for, including true crime and mystery. And I know all of you love that too. For example, right now, I'm listening to None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500-500. That's audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500 500 so excited to have Stephen hill from the real world las vegas on now real world las vegas was the 12th season of real world and i believe it's probably the most highly rated real world of all the seasons i you were in we're the only ones to be reunited and with with your excitement level um you need to get out more you need to get out. No, because I I remember just even with Real World One, I would just watch marathons because oh, yeah. I just have captivated by anything I've to do with people. Like I used to li- want to go through my mom's yearbook and hear stories. So anything about learning about people's lives, I love. And that was the perfect it. kind of show because it was my contemporaries. Was like, you know, we were the same age. It, I, I vividly, I'm on the same page. I vividly remember one through season 10 like yeah. i loved it tech money was one of my favorites like yes. i loved i loved new orleans i loved all the all those people 
Um, yeah, and it, it, I am proud to say, like, obviously, I don't do challenges and stuff like that, or, or do anything in entertainment anymore. I am proud that I was that I was part of it, and I am gonna humble brag that we're the only season to ever be reunited. That's true. They did a special um, where they reunited yes, you. They, they did. They did, and um, and now we are so old. They play us a lot on MTV Classic. Do they? Yes. Yes, I get text messages or our Instagram. <laughs> Um, I I do Instagram now because I'm a real estate agent, so I have to have Instagram. So it's uh, was it at Stephen of the Hill? Stephen of the Hill, that is. Yeah, yep. yeah. But um, yeah, I'm 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 tickled to death, and my mom thought it was the coolest thing in the whole world. So so let's go back. So you're from Texas. I am. And you joined the show when you were 23. Yeah, yeah. So you had already graduated from school. I was actually in my senior year of college. Wow. And um, I never intended on being on the real world. I lived in a Melrose Place style apartment building where there's like a pool in the middle, and I walked out. I was going to get a pre-cal, and um, the, one of my neighbors was like, Steven, do you want to go to the real world casting? I'm going to get on because I'm crazy, and I'm a virgin. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Where is it? And it was downtown Austin on 6th Street, a place called Maggie Mays. So I went down there, like 4,000 people in line. You get in, it's a bar. The bar is open. I had a couple cocktails. Um and I quickly realized what they were casting for, for for the Vegas season. They sat us down in a group of 12, and it was a bunch of people that really, really, really wanted to be on The Real World. I was really, really, really tipsy. Right. Um, because I'm a college student. I'm drinking at 2 in the afternoon on a Wednesday. Yeah. Um, they sat us down. They're like, describe yourself in one word. Describe yourself. Funny. Funny. So everybody's like deep, caring, loyal. Just really... <laughs> Really deep, just really deep thinkers. And they got to me and I said, slut. And they started oh, laughing. Oh, yeah, you were perfect for Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and I saw him, I, I saw I saw um, the, the man that was running it separate off my picture. I was like, oh, I got it. And um, <laughs> at that time, I was going through my first divorce um, to a woman named Chrissy. She's wonderful. It's a really good friend. Yeah. yeah, you were married at what age? I was married at 21. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's in the South. We get married really young. It's yeah. mandatory. Um, Listen, no judgment. I got married at 23 and it lasted a year. So I'm with you. Well, and for those of you who don't know what this woman looks like, she has four kids and she is, how tall are you? Five, six. Five, six. You're like 105 pounds. You're, you're like uh, real. No, you're but like I will be thin. paying you lots of money after this. She's crazy, crazy fit for the mother of four kids. Oh, it's really, you. it's really impressive. That is off topic. But yeah, since you guys can't see what she looks like. Um, so I go there and at that point in my life, um, I was in a really promiscuous phase. Uh, I was going through divorce, sleeping with everybody. And but don't uh, you kind of think most guys around that age are? Absolutely. I mean, is that that big of a difference than most people your age? No. And, and honestly, I think that sleeping do be safe with it, everyone, guys, girls, everybody, be safe with it. Um, I think that sleeping with a lot of people when you're young is good. Yeah. Um, because I am not, I am 39 years old. I am not going to be going through a midlife crisis because I don't know what else I could have done. Right. Like, if there's anything left in me, then I need to go have therapy because I'm super insecure about something. Um, that and I'm also dating the most wonderful human being alive. So. Aww. Um, she and I have been together for three and a half years, and and I, I'm dating so far out of my league <laughs> that I would be 
insane. I would be insane mm-hmm. to, to cheat on her, and she's and I've got no desire to, but she's so you, you like you just got it out of your system. But you're yeah. probably just more honest than other people. It, Extremely, ar- yeah. around that table interviewing. Yeah. Also, I'm sure that they could smell the desperation from other people. I, oh, you know, yeah. I'm crazy. I'm a virgin. How much of that is authentic? Oh yeah. Well, I I can vouch for her. She was crazy. I don't know if she's a virgin, <laughs> um, but she had kind of an off-putting energy. Um, and then they, they they asked a couple more questions. I don't remember what the questions are, but let's say they were like, "Well, what's your favorite color?" Mm. And they everybody's going around saying their favorite color. I'm like, my favorite color is clear because I'm a topless bartender at a gay bar. Like I literally worked in everything that would, that was like flashy and different. And I was like, well, I like brunettes because my ex-wife's a brunette, but my girlfriend's a blonde. So I I was like, I was like, I was like, I was hitting all the points. It didn't matter what they asked. Um, I this, felt like by it the was way, like was I was a Republican. This was like a precursor to selling real estate. A hundred percent. Right. So you are clearly cast, but I think that the Las Vegas, they re- really wanted to go in a new direction. And I always say this, that yeah. I think that your season really changed the trajectory of the show. Yeah. It was the most open. So they knocked down a couple suites in that ho- Palms Hotel. Mm-hmm. They spent $2 million to make a real world suite. Mm-hmm. People, by the way, still want to stay at that suite I know, at that hotel. I know, I know. Like celebrities want to stay there. Isn't it crazy? But it was such a different program because you guys were so raw, so yeah. open about your lives that it was so captivating. And they they had to um, to add another camera crew on because we were up all the time. There was really? always somebody up. Yeah, we couldn't. So it, it, back then, that was like 2002 in Vegas. You couldn't film anywhere. Now you can. Now they're just. Film a show at our, at our at our casino. Nobody wanted us to go anywhere, yeah. so we could go to very few places. That's why we we're always at the Palms, and the Palms was wonderful um, to us. But yeah, it was it was wonderful. And, and for those of you who don't know, um, doing well at least from my experience doing a reality show is there. There's a there's a trauma. There's a trauma to it because people are following you around. Um, you don't really have a lot of contact with the outside world. You don't have TV. You don't have radio. You don't have any of that stuff. And you're talking more because you don't have these these distractions. I welcome these distractions now. Yeah. Um, but back then, you're like you're like wondering like you, entertainment. So you're just talking. You're just talking nonstop. And um, there were some really wonderful people in that cast, and um, you got to know everybody. And obviously, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of hanky panky going on, which which was cool. Yeah, well, I'm that old. Let's go that. through the the people that were on the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there were was Arissa. Mm-hmm. Frank. Yep. Trishelle. Yep. Who Bryn. just got married. I just saw that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bryn, Alton, you, Steven, and Irulan. Mm-hmm. So when you got to the Palms, was there someone that you immediately connected with? Well, they picked me up and then they drove me to the ghetto of Vegas. And then we picked up Trishelle. Mm. And I was like, oh, she's pretty. And then we get we get to the suite, and I meet all of my roommates, and I'm like, "This is cool." I went there with an agenda. My agenda was to not hook up with any of the girls really? and to just have a great time. Yeah, oh, I totally, I totally I was like, "This is off the table. I'm not going to be one of those people." Um, clearly, I didn't hold to that. <laughs> um, but no, every, everybody. I really liked Frank. Is super duper funny, a smart guy. Um, I really liked Trishel. Um, Talked to Trishel a little bit. I talked to. I'm really 
nice Facebook friends with Irlan's husband, Aww. who actually visited on the show. He wasn't her boyfriend. He was her Marine friend, Mikey. I remember. Yeah. Such a lovely guy. She I, married him? She married him. They've got, uh, I think, two kids. Oh, wow. Um, Brenda's like three kids. Her boyfriend, her husband was on the show. Um, What's his name? Oh, my God. He came to visit? Yeah, yeah. He had he had blonde hair. Super nice guy. Oh, my God. Their kids are the cutest. They're the cutest kids in the whole world. Wow. They're like freak of nature cute. Um, <laughs> what happened to uh, Frank? Um, I think Frank's engaged. I haven't spoken to him in, in like eight years, oh eight, nine gosh. years. Um, we just kind of grow apart. And, and he's not in the entertainment industry at all? I don't think so. He was, the last I remember, he was getting his MBA at UCLA. And um, I just saw that he got he got engaged to a pretty brunette girl. Um, yeah. And then what about Alton? I have no idea. And I don't. Yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> it's funny how you like live with somebody. But, yeah. And then again, it was so long ago. Absolutely. So many years ago. And, and it's one of those weird experiences where you went through this 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 kind of special thing together yeah. and you feel like that's enough to keep you glued together forever. And then you you eventually just settle into your own old worlds or your own worlds of, of where you're meant to be. Right. In the end. How about the fact that when you work there, that the girls had to work as go-go dancers? Right. I mean, that was another hilarious thing. I mean, that the was old, optional. <laughs> the old real world, she just worked at like a pizza factory and then it was like go-go dancing at a nightclub. Oh, and just so you know, like those jobs, with the exception of that, like our, we, our main job was club promoting. Um, to say it was a fake job would be underselling its fakeness. <laughs> like Frank and I, one time we went to go because we'd like put on shows and pick out stuff for, for Rain Nightclub and... We went to the prop house to go pick up stuff. That we we got there like actually kind of early, and the guy was like, "Oh, it's already loaded in the truck." And Frank was like, "Oh, what, what do I do?" And I was like, "I was like, don't worry." And I said to the guy, "I said, look, we know this is a fake job. <laughs> they know it's a fake job. You right. know it's a fake job. But we need to make sure that you don't tell them that we know it's a fake job. Right? Totally fake. Um, and we were getting paid for it." But I wasn't making enough money to cover my bills back home, so I actually bartended downtown at the or downstairs at the pool. Oh, really? Yeah, and um, yeah. Oh, do you remember our boss? Yes, and that yes. was like he was kind of creepy. He got fired for that. Good. Yeah. So if, for those of you who don't remember, he our, our boss. I forgot his name. Creepy Creeperson. We'll call him. Um, he yeah. jumped into. He went into Arissa in your lunch room. Arissa was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Arissa sleeps naked. Um, so he was like, he kept like talking to her and he's like, kept touching her cover. She's like, no, I'm naked. And he jumped under, under there with her. Um, when that aired, he got fired and rightly so. Why, by the way, why was he even in your suite? That's well, creepy to begin with. He's a relative of the owners of, uh, of the Maloofs, not the Maloofs, but the owners of nine steakhouse and I believe rain and all the other stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So then in the episode, so you end up. In a sort of a relationship with Trishel. It wasn't really a relationship. No. It was just sort of like hooking up. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, yeah. We, we had very little in common. Um, she's she's great. And she's... Sometimes people... A lot of people really like her, but sometimes people hate on her. I think that she is a breath of fresh air because she is unapologetic mm-hmm. um, for who she is. And you know what? Cool. And she'll admit it. Yeah. And, and I like that... Like, we never were boyfriend and girlfriend. We were just clearly hooking up for, like, yeah. the first month. And then it kind of fizzled off. Um, 
Did but, you have any sense that Frank was jealous? No, it was one of those things where, like, okay, do you remember that scene where I leaned across him and kissed her on his yeah. lap? So I was so intoxicated. So that first night, we go to Rain Nightclub. I pull each roommate aside, and I have a shot with them. So, like, right off the bat, I am six shots deep. Wow. Um, I was intoxicated. I was I was rip-roaring drunk. And when I was dancing with Trishelle, we started making out or whatever. I actually kissed Bryn before that. They just didn't air didn't, that. Of course they didn't yeah. air that. <laughs> so I kissed Trishelle, and then Frank sees it. And then we're sitting down talking. I was so drunk. I thought Trishelle leaned across Frank to kiss me. And I'm like, man, she's going to look terrible. How funny. And then when I saw yeah. I was like, oh, I look terrible. Yeah. No, I don't think Frank really cared. Um, yeah, it, it, it was So when you see the a little bit. playback. Yeah. Are you just mystified? Like what? I, I this was going on. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I was uh I was wrecked. I was wrecked. Um but Frank, I they made him look on the show like he wasn't good with women. Frank is unbelievably good with women. Nobody in that house had trouble hooking up with anybody. Yeah. Period. They did make it seem like he was gawky and, no, no. and heartbroken. Frank, no, Frank is not gawky. He's okay. not heartbroken. He's got crazy game. Nobody in that house, um, everybody in that ho- house hooked up a lot. Maybe not with each other, but a lot while they were in Las Vegas. And then Bryn, she, they made it seem like she had a crush on you. Was that true? I don't think people say that. Um, and pe- they, they led people to believe that through story editing. She maybe thought I was cute, but we are also drunk, so everybody's cute when you're drunk. Yeah. Um, I think th- I think it's more of a, a bachelor scenario mm-hmm. where all the girls want the same thing, and not necessarily because they want, not necessarily because she wants me, because she wants to beat the other people. Right. I think that's what it is. I'd like to think that I'm amazing. I'm okay. Right. <laughs> she could do better. She did better. Her husband's amazing. But I think it was one of those things where like, I chose Trishelle and not her, but... It had nothing to do with her deep-seated love for me. So if you were only hooking up for one month with mm-hmm. Trishel, how soon into the filming was the pregnancy scare? Seems like you not you don't film for that long, right? Like almost six months. Six months. Oh, okay. yeah. Maybe it was longer. I don't remember. And it yeah. was like a little bit off and on. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. But um. And now, it, of course, that played like stretched maybe two episodes or oh, something. Yeah. But in real time, that was what, like a day? A day, a day. Yeah, yeah it was a So day. when she told you, I'm a little bit, you know, worried, did mm. you freak out? Like, what no, was going on? I don't if, it, I mean, you'll be able to see this on MTV Classic soon. Um, <laughs> but like, I was, I was like, oh, I think I'm ready. We, I remember we were sitting in one of those very popular uh, egg chairs that hang from the ceiling <laughs> yeah. that were popular in the early 2000s. Mm. Uh, we were sitting in those and I was like, I think I, I think I'm ready to have a kid. I think it. I think it's gonna. I've always wanted a kid. And I was like, I think this is gonna center me and really ground me. And I remember uh, you saying that. Yes, and and the irony is, I have a nine year old right now. I'd always wanted to be a dad. It did all of those things. So uh, turns out, stupid Steve in 2002 is uh, was not too far off on that one. That's so. F- and and you love being a dad, and you have a nine year old named Riley. I, well, he's turning nine on Saturday. His name is Riley, and he is um, just a wonderful little human being. He's got a great sense of humor. He's super outgoing. Mm. Um, his teachers love him. He's just he he's just he's Riley. He's smiley he's a great smiley kid. Riley. 
um, before he was born, we were going to name him, uh, his mom and I were going to name him uh, Dylan. So I got a D tattooed on my wrist. Oh, that you, that you should have thought about. I should have thought about that. <laughs> well, fortunately for me, um, when he was born, she's like, I feel like he's a Riley. And everybody listening, they the women carry the babies in their stomachs, so they, they get final say. That's true. So she said, I feel like he's a Riley. So I put legs on it. It's, I've got it. So now oh, it's an R. Good. Okay. I know everybody right now is on a health kick, and that's why I want to tell you about Roe Body Program. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes, so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. It could be you too. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. And you can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. And this means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.com slash KKC. Sign up today and you're going to pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash KKC. Tell me about the, like, the was the worst thing that happened during filming? Wasn't like someone tried to stab you? <laughs> no, no. Um, nobody tried to stab me. So... Vryn was really mad at me about the Trishel stuff. And like I said, I don't think it has anything to do with me. I think it has to do with beating the other girls in the house. So we were talking, and, and this was the one of the one times we didn't have a camera crew in the room. Of course. So she came over, and she slapped me mm-hmm. in my face. And, and then I was like... Just out of nowhere. She slapped me, and then she threw a fork at me. Well... Like a plastic fork, like a metal, a metal fork. fork, a metal the, fork. But the okay. fork doesn't matter. But the problem was <laughs> the camera crew comes rushing in. They didn't catch the slap or the fork throw. So then it's all talking about the fork. So it seemed like I was upset that she threw a fork at me. I was upset that she slapped my face. Sure. Um, but it, everything's just so intensified when you're in that experience. Mm-hmm. You're sleeping a decent amount, but you're drinking every night. I drank so much while we were in Las Vegas. I had a speech impediment for nine months after. Is that really? What? Yeah, I stammered for nine months after that show. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, no, she didn't stab me. The fork had had little to nothing to do with it. She slapped my face, and um, it led to some really, really riveting television. <laughs> really, I know. Really riveting. Te- is she going to go? Is she going to stay? <gasps> so do you watch any reality shows? Um... No, I don't. I like HGTV a lot. Okay. Um, right. I used to actually surprisingly watch a lot of Project Runway. Okay. And here's what's magic about Project One Way. Run One Way. Um, I remember six, seven years ago, I was home in East Texas, and my stepdad, wonderful man, thick accent. We're about to go eat Mexican food. We're like killing time. There's a Project Runway marathon on, and we're sitting there. And like 15 minutes in, my stepdad looks at me and goes, she ain't going to win. Her hemline's too short. No way. I was like, that's the magic of that show. Yes. It makes people who don't give a shit about, about fashion. Yep. I don't give a shit yeah. about fashion, period. Yeah. Um, that's a magic show. Um, I feel the same way about Top Chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. a big eater. I hate a lot of food, but I'll watch that. Totally. Like, I don't give a shit about foam on topping, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. on meat. 
Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's the that same thing. Terrible. Oh, yeah, I mean, um, it's all gross stuff. I would never eat, but it's interesting to watch. And just putting it together, I think that's that's like all those shows when you're getting to see how things are done. That's kind of it's just interesting, man. Yeah. It's fun. And just so you know, as far as HGTV goes, HGTV is amazing. But those flipper shows, um, <laughs> going into a flipped house sometimes, there's good ways to do it and there's bad ways to do it. Uh, when you come, if you guys are looking into a house and you're going into a freshly flipped house, make sure that your agent is asking about the electrical mm. and the sewer and stuff like that. Because sometimes you can just paint the walls and change out the cabinets. You're like, here you go. Right. You don't want the nightmare that comes with a, a poorly flipped house. Mm. I know it's a stupid thing to talk about, but that's just what you where, should do. Tell us where you sell real estate. I am predominantly so in... people can find you oh, to absolutely. buy a house. Absolutely. It's uh, Stephen at Four Walls LA. So S-T-E-V-E-N at F-O-U-R-W-A-L-L-S-L-A.com. I am predominantly in West Hollywood, Los Angeles, Larchmont area. Okay. Um, Studio City in Sherman Oaks. My son goes to a school in Sherman Oaks. So I love... You that's got your kind finger of my, on the pulse. Yeah. And if... Guys, and if I don't service your area, I know somebody who does. And... Um, this is a big emotional um, experience buying a home, especially mm-hmm. for those of you who aren't in Los Angeles. You get a two bedroom, one bath here for a million dollars. So, like, everything's an emotional experience here, and there's nothing inexpensive. Um, so, you need to interview lots of real estate agents, mm-hmm. and you need to go with who you feel comfortable with, and you need to ask a lot of questions, guys. Mm-hmm. You just because somebody's like, "Oh, my friend sold me this house." That doesn't mean you use them, okay? Well, Interview I think the upside, too, is that you have seen a a suite covered in alcohol. Like, you've seen a shithole, so you can spot mm-hmm. one. Oh, yeah. Um, you have an incredible recall for mm-hmm. pop culture, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yes. You are very cute. Oh. And you can give someone a quick workout in are the front drunk? yard. Are you drunk? Right, she's right? Cl- you clearly can just, she's like, drunk. Hit all the marks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can talk about raising kids. So I think that if someone's looking for a house, yeah. you're the guy. And then I and want then you I... to bang out all your social media so people can find you. So I am kind of new to social media, um, but obviously Facebook, Stephen of the Hill, and my Instagram, which I am kind of really enjoying, yeah. um, is at Stephen of the Hill because um, my name is Stephen Hill and I'm not very bright. So S-T-E-V-E-N-O-F-T-H-E-H-I-L-L. Um, yeah, it's fun. Like I'll, I'll if if like the more people add me, the more I'll post things. Um, my ex made me join Twitter when they did when they re-aired us a couple years ago. Yeah. So like in one day I got like 2,500 followers, and then I kind of was like, this is fun. I did it for like two weeks and I like stopped it. No, it's I feel the like, greatest. I feel it's, like Instagram so... is easier. Okay, great. All right. Well, I love it. So fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was a good time. It was good. And I want you to have a fantastic day, and I want everybody else to have a fantastic day. With four daughters and two on a dance team, I can tell you we go through a lot of mascara in my house. But I'm crazy about L'Oreal Paris New Panorama Mascara, which catches every lash for corner to corner for maximum volume. If you're looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank, this is yours. The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. 
I've been using it for about two weeks now, and I feel like my eye has completely opened up and the girls are crazy about it too. They've got a tapered brush to catch every lash, one of the best mascara wands that I've ever used. And like I said, this luxe appearance of this gold package, you got to get it. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. L'Oreal Paris New Panorama Mascara. You're going to love it. I have my pal, Amy Phillips, whose labia probably is on fire. You're about to drop <laughs> drop it like it's hot. When's the baby due? Two weeks? Three weeks? Hashtag labia on fire. Thank you. I'm going to start using And <laughs> you'd be surprised. Um, I actually have a little more to go than two, three weeks. I have about eight weeks to go. So oh, I'm, right. I'm, I'm doing okay. That's, that's right. So yeah, June 15th. So yeah. your, your single drops June 15th. <laughs> yes, it's going to be amazing. My single child. Yes, there's not two in there. I checked multiple times. You are an expert on judging television shows, which is why I roped you into watching a show called Married at First Sight. Have you or have you never seen this show? I had never seen that show ever. All right. So for the, those, I didn't even know it even existed. Uh, so for those who don't know, Married at First Sight is a reality show. Obviously, it's based on a Danish series of the same name titled Gift Vedforsblok, which basically means, um, you know, you're going to marry a stranger. So this is actually season five of the show. The experts are. What? Yeah. Yep. Psychologist Dr. Joseph Salona. I don't know if he he actually started off. He had really bad plastic surgery. Um, There's sociologist Dr. Pepper Schwartz. Legit. That's her name. Um, There Mm -hmm. is a pastor and marriage counselor, Calvin Robertson. And this relationship expert named Rachel D'Alto, who wears horrible pink makeup. Did you notice that? It's like Uh, pink eyeshadow, pink blush. She wears like Silver City pink lipstick. It's it's atrocious. But so these three experts have uh, met with all these people in Chicago, which I think is a great city for this show. Great. Perfect city. Perfect. Because other cities, they've been uh, a bunch of people who didn't take this seriously, like New York and Atlanta, Chicago. I feel like this is like you're going to get some real people. So. They basically have to marry somebody. Uh, they've got to stay married for eight weeks. And at after the eight weeks, they get to decide whether they want to stay together. It is a legal binding marriage. So if they choose not to get married, they have to get a divorce. There is no annulment. And the cameras follow them on this journey, including right after the wedding, uh, up into the honeymoon suite, and then also on the honeymoon. So this uh, season, we've got three couples there's Danielle, the dietitian, Kobe, who is uh, owns a gym. I love when they say entrepreneur. Okay, he probably runs a gym. Um, Nate, who is a rental car salesman, and Sheila, who's a facilities director, which God knows what that means. Right. I'm like, please tell me more. What <laughs> and then what there's facility? Ashley, who's a family bar manager, and um, Anthony. And I don't even remember what he does now. Do you remember what he does? He's like an executive marketing manager. Oh, good. Okay. So I want you to tell me what you think, A, of the show to begin with. Your first out of the gate, what what you were thinking when you started to watch it. I just knew that I was in the wrong career path and I needed to be a facilities manager. That's (laughs) straight up first thing that came to mind. I was like, I don't, what am I doing? 
impersonating Real Housewives, why am I an actor? What yeah. is comedy? Forget it. Um, get me into a facility so I can manage the F out of it. Um, right. <laughs> second thought was I did. I, first of all, I, like you've just enlightened me uh, quite a bit. I didn't realize the show had been on for so long. So and I didn't realize that they were in other cities. My first thought was, OK, this is they're in Chicago and this is dead on the best city to do this in because you're you're looking at people who really do want to find somebody and that they, they will take this seriously. Um, I thought it was kind of insane. I mean, obviously, the concept of this is crazy. It's completely insane. It's um, it's beyond the bachelor concept, you know, <laughs> it, but then I sort of had like sort of I kind of morphed into thinking as we met all these couples and, and, and individually the people, not not couples yet at that point. But as we met them, I thought, wow, they are all so into getting married and being committed. And like this could actually work. I mean, it, it has a, they they stand a chance of actually making it work just as much is if somebody meets on a dating app, uh, any any dating app, or in a bar or whatever, um, that to have this actual relationship work. However, <laughs> and we can obviously get into you know wh- whatever later, but um, I did find that the the contestants, for lack of better words, were incredibly sincere and kind of like real real people not really looking for fame with the exception of maybe nate who wants to build his empire by the way he wants to find his queen he's 25 and he works to hertz rent a car i don't think you're going to be having any empire soon my friend (laughs) yeah i was like okay well nate i nate i don't know he's he seems to might maybe be in it to win it like for fame but Anthony and Ashley both seem pretty down to earth. Cody and Danielle seem pretty down to earth. Cody seemed sincere, the most sincere out of any of them. And he's like one of the country, like city country guys, you know? Right. Um, but yeah. That, so first off, I thought it was, it's an insane thing. They keep calling it an experiment, an experiment. Um and I thought to myself, wow, these people are actually putting their lives in this situation. But I mean, hats off to them. If they really, you know, some people just want to settle down. They want to have that person. That's like all they want in life, period. So I thought, well, if two people are actually 100% committed to being committed, they kind of stand a chance at actually making it work. Now, that's just my first, th- those are my first thoughts. I uh, noticed that in the process, before they fixed the couples up, they went, put them through five months of training, if you will. So they would have one of the oh. experts stand up in front. They had like a prep special where they would stand up in front of people and like you, they would show all these people sitting in a conference room listening. And I just thought, what the hell do you say to people who at age 27 are like throwing the hat in the ring? Like, I've done everything. I just don't know what else. Like, I'm really getting old. I haven't found my partner yet. I'm like, you're 27. Like, Nate kept saying, I right. just haven't find it, found anybody. I'm like, you're 25. What are you talking about? And that girl, Ashley's only 30. They're so young. It's like, I just don't know what else I can do. I just haven't found someone. I'm like, Jesus. Like, wow. It was like really giving up on they're life just, already. They're really, they're giving up really. Yeah, they seem to give up quite easily. You're right. <laughs> now, the co- first couple. Which is kind of sad. 
I know what it said. The first couple, Danielle and Kobe. Danielle seems like straight up bitch. Um, I don't think it's going to work out yes. because. Oh, another thing I noticed is she's going to have such regret because uh, she just chose a wedding dress and this really dumb headband that went across her head. It reminded me of that Chris Brown um, wedding video where the couple danced down the aisle. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. And they yes. Tell you, like the church oh pamphlets in there. She looks just like the oh. bride. I thought they were going to dance oh down the God. aisle. But then I realized the groom is very sincere, but he has a very boring personality. And she just seems like a bitch. Like she didn't actually, she had a moment before she walked down the aisle where she kept them all waiting. And everyone thought, yeah, what's that all happen? about? First of all, she she had black shoes on. She had black shoes on with her wedding gown. Not all right. That's I could not. not I was astounding. <laughs> I thought, OK, if you're holding up the wedding because someone else, someone's finding you another pair of shoes to throw on before you walk down that aisle, I'm fine with it. But, yeah, they they really held out with that anticipation with the walking down the aisle on that one. And that seemed to me like. Was that her? It kind of seemed to me like the producers were kind of behind that because they were just standing there in the in the banquet center's hallway and uh, <laughs> doing I, nothing. I, I can tell you right away that that's not going to work out because he lives like on a farm. Basically, he's his brother is his best friend and they probably yeah, just like, who also did the experiment, which is sad. And he was rejected. So I think that they're probably he's probably yeah. the kind of guy that eats a TV dinner every night. And this girl wears black shoes at a wedding. And more importantly, she has a nose piercing like a, some cubic zirconia in her in her nostril. I just don't see them working Ooh. out. They have different value systems. She I believes in nose rings. It's different. He is so he needs to be on farmers only. That's where he needs <laughs> yes. to be. Like, I don't know what I don't know why they thought she would be a good m- match for him just because she did grow up in the country and now she lives in the city. That that's not that that should not have ever happened. And I actually think that Cody is is uh, too good for Danielle. Mm-hmm. He is so sincere. He seems like he's like that country guy that mm-hmm. just wants to settle down immediately. He wanted to do it probably at the age of 19. Now he's what, like uh, 25, 27 or something like that. And like yeah. you said, he's throwing in the towel. Um, but I, I, he was almost my favorite one because of his sincerity. But yeah, his personality is, I mean, it's, I don't know what they they farm there, but if it's potatoes, he's very much like he's just a potato, you know. And so potatoes just need to find another potato. And that's all. That's good. Like, let's help people find other potatoes. But Danielle, she's too much of a wild card. And then when they were like up there. And we only saw a snippet of it. Her eyes were real dodgy. (gasps) Oh, yes. And that, did you did you see the part um, or was this in the prep special where they had the bachelor bachelorette parties? Yes, yes, that was part of it, okay. yeah. Her, her, the night before the wedding, she took a stripping class, and he just went out with his friends and I think played beer pong. There is the problem. <laughs> She's living life on the edge, and he's just a nice guy from the farm. It's you're right, you're out. right. It's and not going to work out. That other guy, she should have been set up with, like, Anthony or whoever mm-hmm. the other guy was that had the stripper on the trolley, you know, right. <laughs> at oh. his bachelor party. So Af- Anthony and Ashley had a, uh, their bachelor parties, and they both had, like, buses. Or he had a trolley, and she had a bus. Um, and she had the standard, you know, penis um, lollipops and that, like, weird veils and stuff. He had the most broke-down stripper 
in Chicago's oh. history. She was a mess. Oh. She was a she was an awful mess. I awful. Feel like she was like, and not only that, but yeah. I was gonna say, I feel like she came out of retirement just to strip. <laughs> it was it was probably like one of their family members, like cousins or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> throw throw me a bone. Will you just do this for me? Yeah. Let's do this. You don't have to take anything off. Just show up in a really like 80s looking <laughs> lavender bikini and some acrylic heels. And by the way, it's going to be a trolley. So, you know, the windows are going to be open for all the world to see as we drive down Main Street. Cover your children's eyes. That was all. I was like, what if you're walking with your kids and some broke ass hoe is like twerking up on some dude with money in his mouth i was like that is so disturbing how is this allowed oh my god so true um that was yeah you could point um okay then the other couple this is what cracks me up the black couple and sheila and nate nate again the car salesman mm-hmm. he keeps talking about how he's like he's a smooth guy like it and then he likes to throw in how he's such this christian man Sheila's mom is a deacon mm-hmm. and he, you know, I'm a, this Christian man. And he's, of course, the one that gets the nastiest stripper like the night before the wedding. So that's always one of my favorites when someone's like, oh, I'm a Christian man. But then they'll have like a stripper the night before. And OK, so, yes, um, they all give each other gifts before the wedding. And oh, my God, Anthony yes. gives the girl almonds, which at first you go, huh? But it, he had this very sweet note about. It's some it's Italian, like an Italian tradition. Thing. Yeah, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I wish for fertility and you know, all this. It was very sweet. Um, Nate, the car salesman, gave his w- wife a crown that from, like, Claire's Boutique with this weird <laughs> note about, like, you're my queen now or something. It's I mean, That guy is complete cheeseball. That's not going to work. He is so cheeseball. No, never. No, 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 no. The facilities And director, I was like, she gets the crown. She gets the crown and she's like, my first thought is, shit, do, am I supposed to wear this today? Oh, no. Like I had plans for a flower adornment in my hair or I had plans for, you know, a side swept look. Am I, now what do I do? What do I do with this crown? Am I supposed to, does he want me to walk down the aisle? Is he going to be disappointed if I don't have the crown on my head when he sees me? Like, so which she did. Gross. She did not wear it. Good call on her part. Uh, then, then they get to the, the vow part. And he's such a he's such a cheese ball. So he said he's like, girl, I wrote these vows. I don't need them anymore. Nope. I don't need them anymore because you're so fine. And like he is so gross. He made up some nonsense. And she's looking at him with like a teardrop falling from her eye, believing this. I'm like, oh, this girl. She also has one of those polygamous wife keep sweet voices. Where <laughs> she just, you know, okay, great, okay, thanks. He is going to eat her alive. Oh, it's yes. not going to end well. But the best She's gonna is, crumble. the best is that they both have horrible fathers because they won't keep their mouth <laughs> shut. So the deacon, you know, is like in your face about. Um, he, he was in the other father's face saying, you know, this is my baby daughter. You better, tr- <laughs> he better treat her her right. And the other dad is wearing. An ill-fitting suit and a baseball hat oh, sideways. Backwards. Yeah. Side oh, no, you're right. Sideways. sideways. That is to, <laughs> it wasn't to even be noted right. because it wasn't even backwards. It like it was sideways. It was so disrespectful and awful. awful. I was 
appalled. I was appalled. And even though this is like a ridiculous, you know, you're marrying a stranger, uh, you know, uh, what are you going to show up wearing? Well, everybody else played the game. You know, everyone else looked nice, but he's up there with a hat on. So I could gross. not believe that. Yeah. And are, are both of the fathers, both of them are like preachers. Is that right? You said one of them is deacon. Is the other one? No, no. I think he wants oh, okay. to be, I, I think he wants to be a stand up comic because then he got up and gave a speech and he was like, now this motherfucker, I swear to God, he said yeah. that <laughs> he, was like, he was swearing. He's giving me sweat. shit about his his daughter. I don't know who the motherfucker is. And he's got this white hair. And I'm like, you're at a wedding, weirdo. I think he wants to be a stand-up comic. Because then he said, I'm oh, just kidding. And then the deacon starts laughing. I'm like, you're da- you're all right with that? He just destroyed your daughter's wedding. Um, and she's sitting there like, I mean, I thought he was for real going off on him. I did too. And I was like, oh, my God. And she's sitting. I'm like, this is never going to work tonight. It's over. Like, she can't be with this guy whose father's awful, you know. And and then finally he's like, nah, just kidding. But then they cut to her and interview with her. And she said something like, well, I just really appreciate the fact that Nate really loves his father and that his father loves him so much that he flew out for this from California. I'm like, this is not going to end well. This is not going to end well. I think that I would actually watch every other episode because I believe in my delusional head. Listen, if I were to um, use my non-degree in psychic medium studies, I would say that there's a chance for Ashley and Anthony. That's that's what I walked away with. I would watch it for that show. Yeah. And I agree. Do you remember what what happened when he met with Dr. Pepper Schwartz, the counselor? And he said, I had a dream. (gasps) Yes. Yes. Tell them what he said. Tell them what he said. Okay. People listen to this. So he says to Dr. Pepper. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I just got that. Are you kidding me right now? This is soda beverage. (laughs) Okay. He says to Dr. Pepper Schwartz that he had a dream the night before where he had a flashlight and he turned over a letter and the letter was A. And well, her name, he didn't know the, his soon-to-be bride's name, but her name is Ashley, which starts with an A. And so Dr. Pepper <laughs> was like, oh, I'm a, okay, that's interesting. She didn't, like, give it away. But then he found out when he was standing at the altar because one of her um, dumb sisters accidentally said her name. <laughs> Spoiled the whole freaking thing. I know. Producers were pissed off. They were like, God I damn bet. this idiot. We kept this a secret for a year. A year. <laughs> Easton, this is this is your Aunt Ashley's new new uh, husband. Oh shit! I screwed it up. Sorry, guys. Oh my god! But that was yeah, it was awful. But at the same time, it was kind of cool because we got to see his reaction in that moment, and he was like, "Oh my god, I totally predicted that." However, you could he could go the other way. His name starts with an A, also. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I mean, that's right. Or or A for that. always, always remember this day in history where you made the biggest mistake of your life. The other thing that I thought was so funny um, was, well, two things. The, uh, Ashley's mother said right before the wedding, well, you've been alive for 30 years and I've given you plenty of life advice, but none of it applied to marrying a stranger. So t- um, taps her on the shoulder. You're on your own, my friend. 
that was pretty I funny. I was so impressed. I was like, it was that, that looked so well, like, I thought it was so well rehearsed. I'm like, there's no way she could have, you know, made that up. Uh, you know, I, I mean, no, there's no way that someone could have written that for her. It was a genuine response and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I wish, much like I always wish that somebody would call me to be on The Bachelor to be like a relative in the background, I want to be at one of these weddings, like one of these married at first sight weddings, just in the background, you know, sitting at a table, eating some chicken. Um, I, I wouldn't wanna, mind that I either. I want to watch it. I want to watch the whole thing go down. I think it's, it's I wouldn't mind it either because I also, because you've got, and then you've got the production that they have to do too. So you've got the awkwardness of everything, but then you've got, how are these people directing them you know to be uh, uh the producers and such when you know it seems to me like they're doing their vows back and forth and it almost seems like do they go back and say okay hold on hold there for a minute look at each other okay look like you're a little bit nervous do they <laughs> do they actually direct them in that moment because it kind of seems like they did have a lot of shots to to grab from <laughs> when, when they were editing it together it seemed like but um and it was surprising to me how many people actually showed up from their families. Like, that was crazy. There was a lot of people at every wedding. Like, it was a, it's a pretty substantial amount for, uh, uh, like, and, and, and a, I guess they were all supportive of it. I mean, for the most part, there were some people who were skeptical, but everyone seemed to be real on board with them doing this. It's crazy. The other thing that bothers me is I saw a shot of one of the cameramen and he was wearing like cameraman clothes, like, you know, like uh, shorts, black shorts with gross black like skater sneakers. And I just think in these situations, can't you just dress up like when Tamara and Eddie got married? Do you think there was some grip guy like wearing skater shoes? <laughs> Have some oh my respect. God. It's someone's wedding. Wonder. Like it's so gross. I, I didn't like that at all. So I oh, that that you didn't like that. You did not like that. No, dress up for the occasion. I would like to track down Ashley. I've sent her a note on Instagram, and I'm hoping she responds. I would <laughs> oh like to have God. her on the show <laughs> so I can get to the bottom of all of, all of this. Oh, I would love if you talked to her. I thought she was so cute. Yeah. So pretty and just so endearing. And I felt the same way about Anthony. He had such a great personality. And it was kind of crazy to me. I'm like, you guys haven't found anybody yet? You know, like. No. They did kind of seem right for each other. They were the only couple that had chemistry that I could see actually, you know, working out um, in the long run. But, you know, um, getting back to the family thing, I loved Cody, the farm, the farm boy, his mom, when he goes back home to tell his mom, his family that he's going to be marrying a stranger in like eight days. She reacted like she won the lottery. And then her thick Midwest accent, she was like over the moon. She was good. I'm like, oh, my God. She like lush, like, oh, my God, I couldn't believe you. I wasn't expecting you to see that, Cody. I'm so happy. I was like, really? And then you're okay. And then and then the sister who looks just like the mom is crying in the background. Like they all just loved him. Yes. I know. And then his brother, yeah. So Charlie, his brother, he's a little. I slow. guess he, he's a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was. They found him on a tractor. They 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 <laughs> they tracked him down. He was on a tractor, but it wasn't running, and he was just kind of like hanging out there with like <laughs> eating his mouth. He was legit. Just you know, I mean, he should be in the farmers only commercials, like or at least an extra. I know, but um. 
So yeah, poor poor Charlie. I guess he did the whole experiment, and Cody felt bad telling him like, "Hey man, they picked me, and I, they they found a match for me." Yeah, sorry for your luck. <laughs> and then at the wedding, Danielle, the new wife, was sitting with Charlie, and he said to her, um, "You know, I think your bridesmaid, your friend so and so's, you know, pretty pretty cute." And Danielle looked at him like, "You don't have a shot in hell. Don't even try it." <laughs> oh, I missed that. She's kind of a bitch. <laughs> She is. I, I don't, don't like get her. her. I just, I'm not I, into it. I, yeah. hope, I hope that Cody no. be, goes on The Bachelor. I hope he becomes The Bachelor. Ooh. Yeah, I would like that. See, I would like happiness for him. I believe in him. I, I would like that, too, because he is. Reality television in my life. <laughs> I mean, you know, Anthony's like kind of showman. Nate clearly is in it for the fame and, you know, uh, who knows what. But he's on another planet. But Cody, though boring, I mean, how many boring bachelors have there already been? I mean, my God. At least he's got that sincerity chip thing going in his brain, which I appreciated. He, uh, Danielle and him don't, they don't stand a chance. No. He was practically crying at the vows. I know. And then he Aww. gave her like his grandmother's part of his grandmother's wedding care. dress. She didn't care. She did not. I was like, are you kidding me? That is the reaction of like, that's a horrible, horrible re- reaction. You act like she just passed you the salt. He gave you like, a, you know, something from his family antiquities <laughs> collection. I know. She's, I just, no, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I'm going to watch the rest of this season. I'm probably banging out like on the treadmill or something at some later point. But I believe I have a confession. I make. you do. I have a confession to make. I had to watch the second episode after I watched the first one because they left it. No, I watched. I I did, too. Have you met me? Yeah, I watched the whole thing, too. (laughs) (laughs) If I would have had time last night, I probably would have watched. Oh, no, there's well, there was only two available. So but um. I think. But yeah, I, I'm going to probably continue to watch it, too, because now I need to know what happens because I know the, that's the problem. Now, I ha- are you people happy now? I need to know if you stay together. Yep. Well, but now I have a question for you. So have you watched previous seasons and how does it end up working out for these people? Like, oh my do God. they there's only one couple that's actually made it. Um, that was the first season. It was a girl who was on The Bachelor and she was oh, a reject. No. Yes. So she went on this and they and she got married and um her first reaction when she saw the husband was he was not attractive. They ended up staying together and they had a miscarriage, um, but now they're pregnant again and she just revealed that they're gonna have a baby girl. So she's Really? Yeah, so she's really happy and very nice. Her name's Jamie Otis. None of the other couples have worked out, and in fact they did this season in New York City. And there was a guy and a girl that were set up and you could just tell he was a dick the whole time. Well, then after the season ended, the girl said that she suspected he was doing cocaine and that he was really aggressive. And he they released like some transcripts or something where he was like, I'm going to kill your family. Oh, no, it was on audio. Oh, my God. And they did a reunion and he was like yelling at the producers like he was like a complete cuckoo bird. So I think that there was some serious PR situation where they had to come to Jesus with the producers of the show. Like, you need to go to a city where you can get people that you know are not horrible and i think that guy Mm -hmm. wanted to be on tv in some capacity so that's why they then they went to atlanta and they had a couple um this guy named dave and they hooked him up with a girl who 
I think her name was Ashley. She refused to be next to him. Like she was completely physically disgusted by him. And it was painful <laughs> to watch because he's like, I'm just trying really hard. But she just was not physically attracted to him at all. Then they had another mm-hmm. couple that had physical chemistry and then they ended up breaking it off. He was just too much of a player. So that's why I think wow. Chicago was the right. City. Really? Yeah. See, that surprises me. It's I guess now and you're right. I think I think the city is the is the answer because I just immediately thought, OK, well, this show is different than The Bachelor. You're not going to get the type of people who would sign up for The Bachelor because you're looking at people who are really ready to commit like genuinely. And I'm just so naive about that sometimes because, you know, clearly it didn't work in other cities and you still get these people who are just fame seekers. But I'm like, if the experts in quotes are doing their jobs, I mean, why did why are they finding? Finding these these fame whores like they should be eliminated from the pack immediately. How I mean, if they're relationship experts, they should be able to smell that on them immediately and move on to somebody else. Like that doesn't make sense to me. If I don't, I don't consider them experts at all. If that's what they're coming up with in the end, I mean, I guess it'd be kind of slim pickings to find somebody who's willing to be on television, marry somebody, and um, (laughs) like a complete stranger. I mean, I guess that does sort of narrow your pool a little bit. Right, but. But still, I mean, there are a lot of people out there who I think uh, do really want like that commitment. They do really want that. And I feel like they could have done a better job in previous cities if that's if that's what you're saying. So that's that's disappointing. Yeah. Wow. But I have high hopes for Ashley and Anthony. I do, too. I really do. I like them. I think they're super cute and fun. And like we said, they have like really good chemistry they, they that, that was the only chemistry that i saw you know the other people like and 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 in the trailers it looks really uh kind of scary what what's to come because they show them kind of fighting you think about like what an incredibly bizarre concept this is and how on paper it's like this would never work think about like your wedding day and how nervous you are to marry the person who you absolutely love right <laughs> and then and you're still like <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah and then you're still like is this the right you know you're all you're still questioning you're still like throwing up before you you know yeah. <laughs> go on i mean i don't to have that kind of pressure and then you're you don't even know who's on the other side of that door that's insanity it's insanity. And then when the groom walks in and he looks at the wife's family, do you think he's sizing them up like, mm, they're not all that attractive, so the chances are my bride's probably not cute either? A hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. I mean, and then and then you think about afterwards, and they go home, they have to spend the night together. You're spending the night with a stranger. You don't even know them. And then you have to spend the next eight weeks living with another person that you don't know, which and then you have reality TV cameras on you the entire time. The the oh, percentage of to, that. I forgot to tell you on previous seasons when they get the, the envelope that tells them where their honeymoon is, they definitely give some people the shaft. Like some oh, people yeah. will get like a Jamaican honeymoon and other people will be like, you're going to go to Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> really sad. Uh, yeah. You're going to Cedar Point in Ohio. <laughs> The greatest amusement park in the Midwest. <laughs> Niagara Falls, it is. Yeah, you kind of get get an idea of who's not going to make it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And I love how Ashley kept saying to him, well, you know, I'm staying with you tonight. I'm like, wow, you're really in it to win it. And then she does say in the yeah. preview that they have a lot of sex. 
That's right. She does. Yeah. Oh, my God. I kind of hope she gets pregnant, like, immediately. Yes. And oh, then they name, be- name the baby, like, Beatball or something. It's going to be something super Italian. Yeah, Dr. Pepper. I It'll want be them like um, Elisabetta, uh, you know, Sophia, something or another. D'Amica. Melania. D'Amica. <laughs> Melania D'Amica. That's going to be the name because I think that's his last name. Oh, it is. Did you oh see God. the preview? Like in the beginning when he was like, he was roasting zucchini slices and making meatballs. I was like, I might marry him. Wow. I was impressed. Yeah. She was like, I don't cook. I'm like, how do you not cook? you from an Italian family. I'm surprised that she got she got through her family life without learning how to cook. Well, it's because her family owns Tommy's Bar. That's what it's called. I noticed that from one of the plankards on the bar. And she works at Tommy's Bar. They probably serve chicken wings. She's like, why am I going to cook? Yeah. <laughs> and they all work at the bar. I mean, that's hilarious. That's kind and of I'm surprised great. she never met anybody at the bar. <laughs> she's she's uh, it's uh, it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of crazy to me that she never found somebody. And and wh- how old is 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 Ashley? She's 30. Really? Yeah. Wow. Huh. Huh. OK. And it looked like her mom and his mom became like best friends at the wedding. They were, yes. I could see them vacationing at like, um, I don't where do you think his parents, their parents would vacation together? They would do a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> they would do like a, <laughs> a carnival cruise. Yes. Yeah. Oh, let's go on the cruise. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like kind of invested. So I went on the Instagram last night and I tracked, so I tracked her down. Oh, what and did you find? She's in all these pictures with the uh, Sheila, the facilities director. Like they became really good <laughs> friends. And, yes, Sheila, facilities director. But I don't see Nate or the or Cody anywhere in any of the pictures. She's buddies with Sheila. Um, Daniel okay. was in like one picture, but she's a bunch of pictures of. The, she had the wedding picture. Um, I think they're still together. That's if I were to use my degree in um, Google and Instagram studies, I would say that they're still together. So I wrote her a note I, and said, "Please come on did. my show." Yeah, oh my yeah. God. Well, they're gonna have to wait. She can't, you know. She probably can't spoil anything on her Instagram. They probably have a contract where she can't, right, post any pictures of them so. because it. I mean, it would ruin the show. But then the it comment, like the hashtags after it was like greatest day of my life. Hashtag married at first sight or something oh, like that. So greatest day of my life. Well, that like, is yeah, that's kind of a dead giveaway. It, Danielle's would probably be like, I fucking hate my life. Hashtag. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. The facilities and directors like I, I threw that crown away. Hashtag. Oh my gosh, she's like, I gave it to the facilities supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> Who then gave it to the facilities intern. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, um, we, oh we, Nate, for, we forgot to mention yeah. that the facilities director at her bachelorette party got a penis cake. Again. She did? I, oh, I, I didn't miss that. She got a penis cake, but again, that one, the next day, she gives the groom this like framed letter about how you know it was god's plan for them yes. to take this journey god. together i'm like okay so he had a stripper and you were i had a penis yeah. cake okay that makes sense yeah and then he's like oh she's a christian like or you know oh, she's oh a she christian loves girl. god yeah and his brother with the dreadlocks is like i don't know it sounds like the right ma- match for you i'm like she's a match for you just because she goes to church she could be crazy I know every. I like the brother. The brother. I was like, I wanted to hear from him some more. Oh my god, <laughs> I would love pretty- to interview him. He was trying to be so nice, but he was like, "This shit is crazy, crazy." This is a bad 
up. Um, Nate was, I, I think this was in the second episode. So uh, forgive me for, for pointing this out in, in when we're talking about episode one, but they're taking their wedding pictures together, Nate and Sheila. And <laughs> he is all over her, kissing her and like up in her face. And she is li- like, she looks completely disgusted and really turned off. He had a boner the minute she walked out, out those doors. Like he wanted to <laughs> nail her on stage. He was dry humping her. For sure. I mean, if he was just looking for like to get some ass, I mean that's quite a that's quite a lot to go through to get a little, if you ask me. Yeah, and it's weird too because his mom seems like she's just a pure delight, like a really nice woman, and she's just like, "What are you doing with your life?" Oh yeah, she goes up to fix his boutonniere, and she was like, "I just can't, I cannot get with this." He's like, "Come on, mom, just just pull together." She's like, "Uh uh 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 uh." And she never married that horrible father of his, the, the guy Thank who wants God. to be stand-up comic. So I, I feel like she's <laughs> the only one that can pull this whole thing together. <laughs> yeah, she's the hero of the show. Right? The deacon. <laughs> I, and it's, it looks like in the trailer, like, he can't mind his own business. Like, he was yelling, yelling at him in a future episode. Those fa- that family's going to be too involved. And the oh, dads, God. the dads, they want spinoffs. The deacon wants a, a show on some network. You're right. For sure. You're right. You're right. They uh, they worked it out. They already talked about it. They're like, yeah, I want to. Well, let's plan this. Exactly. I'll tell you who's not getting a spinoff. Danielle, the dietitian, married to Kobe. Oh, just because you're just because someone's a trainer and someone's a dietitian does not make a perfect match. Experts, Dr. Pepper Schwartz. I'm like, that seems like, oh, wow. That like seems like a match made in heaven. Where? Why? How? I just don't understand these experts. They're not they're not doing it. They did a great job with Anthony and Ashley. Okay, I give them that. All right. Nate and Sheila. Oh, and then Nate and Sheila find out that they're like five years apart and Sheila is five years older than Nate, which is not I good. Think, not good. No, no not at no all. Because that guy, he is he is so horny. That guy's going to cheat on her for sure. <laughs> With the bridesmaids. For oh, sh- yeah. Another thing. I just was like, you forget all this stuff. She went on national TV a la Bachelorette contestants and said she's never had an orgasm. So now oh, this creep my guy, God. Nate is like, I'm going to I'm going to deliver this dream to my wife. I'm going to make it happen. It's like, OK, take it down a notch. You probably never will give her an orgasm ever. No. And, now, I, I, and then I pictured them in bed together uh, that the first night. And she's probably like, uh-huh. Oh, that feels great. That feels great. You He's know, like, I'm a Christian, weird, with that but voice I, of I'm going to lie and tell you that I did yeah. have one. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, that's, I feel like get out. Get a real guy. I was you're right. It was so bachelor to say that. I am surprised at how many like women on TV come out and just say that. I'm like, <laughs> that is so Personal. it's beyond too much information. It's beyond that. Like, I cannot even imagine telling the entire world that I've never had an orgasm before. That is awful. And then for especially and, and humiliating and embarrassing when you're that old, like keep it to yourself and figure it out. <laughs> Go get I mean, Amazon sells some toys. Go to the go candy, to Candy Coat. Candy, candy Coat Nights. <laughs> Good God, lady. That's like just call, do that's like something. Saying, Take them. That's like saying I'm ovulating on national television. I just checked my underwear and I have mucus in my pants. It's the same thing. We don't need to know that. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> 
that's not even as I don't even think saying that even is remotely as bad as saying that you haven't had an orgasm at that. She's 30 years old, 30. (laughs) Take a class, read a book, (laughs) put yourself on lockdown and don't leave the goddamn house until it happens. That's what I would do. I would not stand for that. I mean, that's horrible. Oh, God. And that guy is I just going to be so gross. Ugh. Sheila, I, I got I got some I got some jelly for us. I mean, he is going <laughs> to be so gross and he's not attractive. And the way he licks his lips like he wants to be LL Cool J. Forget it. <laughs> he does lick his lips a you lot. Are no, really- you are no ladies love Cool James, my friend. You are not. No, sir. No, sir. No. All right. Oh. Well, this has been good. Um, I appreciate your um, your support. I appreciate your good work. Um, Thank you very much. I, 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 I'm going to watch, continue watching I this, to, to see where it goes. So we'll have to talk about it. We let's um, hashtag. Uh, <laughs> we're going to come up with some good hashtags for Twitter for this show. <laughs> Doctor Pepper. Doctor Doctor Shorts. Pepper Shorts. <laughs> I'd like to talk to Doctor Pepper Shorts. I'd like to get her in in studio. Oh my god! Yeah. Her, yeah, that would be interesting to to find out what the criteria is. How do they screen these people and come up with only two good candidates? <laughs> and not, yeah, so. yeah, it's crazy. Okay, how do people find you? Oh well, um, I have a I have a radio show on Sirius XM, uh, Andy Cohen's channel, Radio Andy. It's Tuesdays and Thursday mornings on Channel One Hundred Two. It's called Reality Checked. It's on at eleven a.m. Eastern, eight. Pacific, and um, I'm on Twitter at a, at uh, Amy Phillips underscore, real catchy, and Instagram and meet, too. Oh, and Instagram, I'm uh, at Meet Amy Phillips, and the radio show is Peter Pan's Funny. I listen when after I drop my daughter off from school. Sometimes I call in because I can't help because it's so freaking funny. I love, funny. It. I love it when is you call. So freaking funny, and you guys have the best music, the best music. Thank you. I can't even oh. take it. Oh, my God. Thanks. Well, I do try to put a little effort into find, you know, the creativity behind finding thematic songs that work with what just happened in the show. So I, I appreciate you taking note of that. And I know I, I mean, I, uh, you, if they gave an Emmy Award out for music played on a show, you guys would win. Really? Yes. Oh, my that God. Good. That it's is so the best good. compliment. I Thank you. It, I, yeah. will, I, I will take that and I, and I will continue to, to try hard to uh, to 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 please that um and i love when you were on my show and we absolutely have to have you back so thank you and thank you for having me on yours and um i was i was actually just in the middle of listening to your last episode with Tarek. Oh, um so i gotta get back to that so uh that was absolutely fascinating <laughs> and that's i loved the part no, that's when you were like you're like you're a bad boy because <laughs> he goes I'm kind of the bad boy and you're like you're a bad boy <laughs> wait until I ask him at the end if they played journey at his second wedding oh my god brilliant brilliant um by the way somebody sent me pictures of uh, the B&B that he runs and it you know what I'm gonna give you the link you're gonna pee your pants because all the pictures in the house he still has his ex-wife Michaela the one who pretended she was a cheerleader he sells mm-hmm. pictures of her in the rental place and he has pinned out her face in all the pictures. No, ooh, that is creepy. I know. That's I like know. serial killer creepy. No, it kind of and he has framed pictures of himself with dignitaries. Like he's it's like you were um at a congressional hearing. You really want a framed picture of that? I mean, he's nuts. 
he's nuts, he but seems he's nice so, too. Yeah, he seems so put together and well spoken and nice on the on the interview. Like, <laughs> well, you know, but, you I, know, I did play the bad boy on the reality show. <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? What did you just say? You couldn't even keep it together. It was pretty funny. What? Anyway, <laughs> so thank you. Thank, thank you for you. having me. Keep the baby. It. Keep the baby intact. I will. Yeah, keep I her, will. Keep her inside for a little bit more. Okay, sounds right. good. Good advice. Love your Thanks, face. Thanks, Kate. Okay, <laughs> love you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. With DoorDash, there's something for everyone. You need a birthday gift? Check. Need to stock up on meals, sides, and drinks that your family loves? Also check. Pet ran out of food again? They've got it. Wellness essentials need a restock? It's a good thing they've got those too. The DoorDash app allows you to customize, substitute, schedule, and track your orders, as well as communicate with your shopper while receiving real-time updates. This has been a huge game changer for myself and for our family. Millions of people trust DoorDash for groceries, pet supplies, gifts, well-being, and more, and you should too. Shop with DoorDash and enjoy big savings. Use code KATECASEY to get 50% off, up to $10 value on $15 minimum subtotal on your next convenience, grocery or retail order. For eligible users only, terms apply. Amazing Kate Casey! I want to thank my guests this week, Stephen Hill and Amy Phillips. I want to remind you to go to my website, www.loveandknuckles.com. You can find me on Twitter at, at Kate Casey. Please tweet me during shows. It is so much fun. I really love doing that. So do that. If you're watching the show, just send me a tweet. You can find me on Instagram at, at Kate Casey CA. My Facebook page is Love and Knuckles. And you know what? I'm on the hunt for an intern. So if you think you'd be a great intern, please send me an email to loveandknuckles at gmail.com. Candidates must have a ridiculous knowledge of reality shows, passion for social media, and uh, basically want to deal with me. So have a great week. Alex Ryder is back. Hello, Alex. You have a lot of work to do. To face his greatest challenge yet. We have an active threat. They can wipe out an entire city. People are going to die. Now he's running out of time. We have three days to find and destroy. He doesn't know who he can trust. You're not your enemies. You never have been. Everything I've been told has been lies. And our future is in his hands. The truth can be complicated. On April 5th. This weapon is capable of inflicting 100,000 deaths in a heartbeat. The danger is everywhere. Scorpio are no longer hiding in the shadows. The battle threatens everyone. It's personal. It's revenge. It's kill or be killed. That's when you find out what you're really capable of. And his choice could change everything. I'm sick of being manipulated to do what everyone else wants. Tell him the truth, all of it. The world isn't black and white. All we really have are the people we trust. Alex Ryder, season three, streaming free April 5th. Stream seasons one and two free now.